We are in our series in the month of December entitled Believe. Believe. It's a big word. It's got a lot, there's a lot to the word, and yet what we're talking about, the way we're defining the word, and I mentioned to you this last week, to believe is to trust. To believe in something is to trust something. To believe in God is to trust God. To believe God's Word is to trust that His Word is true no matter what anything else looks like. That's how we're defining believe in this series that as, as we're going through Scripture and looking at this. Um, it, it's vital that we understand it and that we're able to embrace it and, and that we're able to live a life where we believe on purpose where we actually believe on purpose. Um, a definition in Mark chapter 11, and just going to read the 23rd verse. Um, he said, For assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea, does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have everything that he says. That, that's what believing is. Uh, believing is, it has action that is attached to it. It's not just, well, yeah, you know, it's easy to say, well, yeah, I believe that. But do you believe it in the form of having action that backs up what you say you believe in? And so th there's probably not a greater definition to me of what believe is than Mark 11 and verse 23. Um, Believing is a choice, but it has to be developed. Notice he said here, he said, and does not doubt in his heart. When a person doesn't doubt in his heart. I don't know about you, but I've had lots of doubts in a lot of different areas of my life. That's had to be developed. I've had to, I've had to enter an exchange of learning to believe God and, and exchange the doubt for the belief, you, you're not going to just get rid of doubt. You've got to fill yourself up with believing. And it has to be developed. So it's not something that just, just overnight happens. Uh, we read this verse last week, also Mark chapter 9 and verse 23. And Jesus said this, Jesus said, If you can believe, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. He said, if you can believe, then everything is possible. There's not anything impossible in life. Yeah, but you don't know about that. No, 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 I'm saying, he said, he said, nothing is impossible if you choose to develop a trust and a confidence in God, no matter what anything else looks like. If you choose that, then there's not anything impossible. There's nothing in life that needs a change in your life today that's impossible to change. But I have to believe that. You can hear other people talk about it, and other people have testimonies of things, and that's great, but you have to believe it. Then we read last week Romans 12 and verse 3. For I say through the grace given to me to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. Now I shared with you last week that, that 
through the years until a while back, I always, it didn't say this, but I always thought that what God was talking about here is that, that when a person got born again, that he dealt to that person a measure of faith. But what God's been speaking to me and, and, and really been exploding on the inside of me is that every human being on planet earth, if you've been born, the moment you were conceived, you were dealt a measure of faith. See, because you were created by Him. God didn't just create, save people. He created all people, right? And, and when we're talking about believing in the development of, of having a belief system, I'm telling you today, Mark 9.23, we just read, if, if you can believe, I'm telling you today, you can. Say, I can. You can believe. It's a choice, but I'm telling you, you can believe because the ability to believe is already on the inside of you. If you're sitting here today and you're not born again, I'm telling you today, it's still on the inside of you. People that you think will never change in life, I'm telling you, the ability for them to believe is already inside of them. That's why we pray certain prayers like Ephesians 1 and 3 over people. That the eyes of their understanding would be open so they, they could see clearly and understand things. I'm telling you today, you and I have the ability to believe God's Word because He created us that way. And that's what I have to believe every day. Every day it's got to be developed. We can believe. Because believing in the name of Jesus is your only victory. There is no victory in life outside of learning to believe in the authority that that name has and that you've been given the authority of that name. There's no other victory in life. People can search and try to find it. I'm telling you, there's no other victory in life than believing the name of Jesus. Now, we read last week, and I'm not going to read all of James chapter 1, but, or the, what we read last week, but we talked last week about the hindrances to believing. And it's going to kind of just propel me into a couple new things that I want to talk about today. But the hindrances of believing our doubt. And uh, actually, I'm, I'm going to read from verse 2 in James 1. He said, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Lacking nothing. And if you and, and if, you, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who liberally, uh, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting. Let him ask in faith without doubting. Let him ask in faith believing. No doubting. For he who doubts is like the wave of the, of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. Why? Because he's double-minded. And last week we talked about when a person is double-minded, he's got two ways of thinking. Well, more than two ways of thinking. And every one of us, every one of us, 
in our life have developed other ways of thinking other than God. Faith is single-minded. Believing is single-minded, and, and when, I'm, when I'm saying single-minded, it has one way of thought, and it's God's way of thought. And, and, and God's Word is His way of thought. God has never said anything that He didn't mean. If His Word says it, if it's been revealed to us and we know it's true, we have to trust in that and that's what believing is. Every day of your life, you wake up in the morning and you live connected to an information highway. Highways, roads, stuff coming in your ears and your eyes, in and out and in and out. I mean, it's just constant all the time. There's all... There's so many different forms of believing and ways of thinking. But he said, when you say one thing out of your mouth, when you say, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world, but you're submitting to other ways of thinking. Yeah, but what about this? Yeah, but what about this situation? Yeah, but what about how I feel? Yeah, but what about my present circumstances and the way they appear to be? Yeah, but is the second form and more of ways of thinking. And he said, he said when, a, when a person is that way, then they're double-minded. They have more than one way of thinking. Let that person expect that he will receive nothing from the Lord. Let that person expect that he will receive nothing from the Lord. But those who are patient through difficult situations or situations that appear to be one way when God's Word says something else, when you're, those who are patient, they'll come out on the other side perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. But when we're double-minded, when, when we allow things that are attacking our belief system to have place and way in our life, when we allow that, then, then everything just shuts down and, and everything begins to be on hold. Nothing comes to us because we're allowing unbelief to contaminate our belief. We're allowing other opinions. We could allow opinions of family. Generational opinions. We can allow, we can allow political opinions. We can, just, we can just allow an opinion of the day, of the culture that we're in, to tell us one thing when the Word of God is telling us something else. Let that person expect he won't receive anything from God. And you know what? There's no, there's no reason to be afraid of that because we've all been in that place. No, God just wants you to be aware of it and He wants you to purpose to make the choice to make the change. You and I have to make those changes all the time. It's every day. It's your whole life. It's everything that, we're, that we deal with on a daily basis that comes at us that we have to develop God's Word so that as His Word is being developed and that belief system is being established that we're not given place to one or two or ten or fifty or so many other different forms of belief and ideas because they will lead us astray and keep us from receiving what God wants to get to us in every area of your life. Mentally and emotionally and financially, physically, socially, in every way. 
in every area of your life, God wants to get to you what he intended for you to have. Can you say amen to that? So, today I want to I, I look at the passage that we looked at last week, um, or part of the passage that we looked at last week, in Luke chapter 1, and it's the Christmas story about, of Mary and how everything began with Mary. And in Luke chapter 1, um, and let, let's, let's back up to about, or let, let's fast forward to about verse 30. Can you do that? And let's just kind of read it together. I'll go back to verse 29. Uh, no. Um, <clears throat> so the angel of the Lord comes to Mary and uh, says some things to Mary that are to her a little disturbing because she's a 16-year-old girl and the angel says some pretty startling things. Verse 29 Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. Interesting what my wife said earlier about that the angel told her that she would have a child and she would call him Jesus. And as my wife said earlier, that wasn't a family name. That was a God name. And there's something that I'm going to share with you today that reveals to us how that, what Jesus established was a whole new lineage. What Jesus established for us was now not a connection to Adam, and the fallen Adam and what Adam accomplished or didn't accomplish. But what Jesus brought back to mankind was now God is with us again. And when you get born a second time and you connect with Him, now, you know, have you ever heard people make comments that, well, you know, this is, this is generational. You know, you, uh, this person died of this disease and, and a bunch of different people had this disease in, in your lineage. And so, more than likely, you're going to acquire the same thing. Well, in the natural, that could be true. But when you get born a second time, we're not connected to first birth. Now we're connected to second birth that connects us to God with us. That's why I called him, that's why he didn't call him John Jr. Right? or Joseph Jr., right? He didn't call him some family name. He called him what God said because God said, he's my boy, right? You're going to name him after me. This is God with us. In other words, this is God Jr., right? So, so now, now it's the family that you and I are associated with as we believe in the name of Jesus. When we believe in the name of Jesus, when we accept Jesus Christ as our Savior, now we're connected to that lineage. And everything that He says is so, is so. 
and everything in first birth that says it's not going to work out, that's what has to become cut off in your life. Well, it didn't work for this group. It didn't work for my grandfather. It didn't work for this person or that person. Yeah, but it can work for you if you choose to believe. What is believe? To trust in God that what God says is so is so no matter what it looks like or anybody else says. And I don't know about you, but in my life I've had so many voices, so many people, so many situations and circumstances trying to tell me different than the Word of God. It's a full-time job to renew your mind to believe that what I'm telling you today is absolutely true. Can you say amen to that? <clears throat> you will conceive and give birth to a son. You're to call him Jesus. He will be great and be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. Never. Never. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? Honest question. Honest question. The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you. The power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who has said this to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. Verse 37 says, For no word from God will ever fail. And when the angel said that, this is what Mary says. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. What was that? That was Mary when she got past the thing. She's 16 years old. She's never been with a man. How am I going to become pregnant? She said, you're going to be impregnated with the Son of God. Then... If that's what God says, I choose to believe it. The word that the angel spoke, may it be fulfilled in me. In that moment, the process started. Why? Because she believed. And what did Mary, what did Mary's belief create? Mary's belief created deliverance, set up deliverance for all of mankind. Some people, some Christians make a big deal out of certain people that make a big deal out of Mary. I don't know about you, but that was a big deal. Mary is a big deal. Hmm? What if Mary had not believed? I don't know. We don't have to try to figure out where everything would have gone from there. Why? Because she believed. What happens when you and I believe? Do I, does our belief in our life, can it change nations? Can it change other people's lives? Can it change your whole family? Can it change all kinds of people? I say yes. What Mary did for all of mankind has empowered you and I to believe the same way to where our lives can change and affect mankind and, and accomplish things in the earth that in the natural, just believing in the natural and, and the way things look, you'll never get results. 
But the believing way will. And Mary set us up with an amazing example to believe. Can you say amen? In Romans chapter 4 and verse 3, we see another passage that relates to our second birth. Adam is the original father of us all, but Adam is connected to our fallen nature. The authority and what God had given to Adam, Adam gave to the enemy, and mankind lost its connection with the presence of God. Yeah, the presence of God was around people, but not in people for for over 4,000 years. In Romans 4.3 it says this, For what does the Scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Now, I want to look at Galatians chapter 3, and it says the same thing and a little bit more. Galatians chapter 3, and I'm going to read it out of two translations. In the New King James first. Just as Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness, therefore know that only those who are of faith are sons of Abraham. Of faith? Only those who believe are sons of Abraham. God put in you and I the faith to believe. But only those who renew their mind and choose to believe in Jesus are sons of Abraham. Only those. We legally are sons of Abraham because we were created in the image of God, but that never kicks in until our second birth. And when second birth kicks in and we believe, then we're connected to God the way, the exact same way that Abraham was. Notice what it said about Abraham. Therefore know that only those who are of faith are sons of Abraham, and the Scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles, that's us, by faith, preached the gospel to Abraham beforehand, saying, In you all the nations shall be blessed. So then those who are of faith are blessed with believing Abraham. Abraham believed God, but Abraham is still believing. And the way that Abraham on planet earth is still believing is when you and I believe. Did you hear me? When you and I develop the belief system to believe God in the midst of, and a lot of times it's the believing in the midst of these insurmountable odds of things happening and coming to pass. Abraham was 99 and his wife was 90? How are they going to... It wasn't a Holy Spirit on Mary type thing. This was a 99-year-old man and a 90-year-old woman having intercourse and conceiving. In this day and hour, that's what I call absolutely impossible. Can you say amen to that? 
would you say that in the natural realm? That would be totally impossible. Insurmountable lot. No way. And Abraham believed, and believing Abraham that his choice has caused the nations to be blessed and empowered to prosper and to advance in life happens when we choose to believe when things seem like there's no way. See, the moment you get born again, you get set up with a bullseye on you and you're targeted by the enemy to make sure that you're going to experience things in life that appear to be insurmountable odds. There's no way to get through. There's no way to overcome in this situation. You become targeted. That's why so many people say, you know, I didn't have some of the problems I had until I got saved. You ever said that? Man, I didn't struggle with some of the things that I've struggled with till I got saved. Yeah, because a big bullseye got on you. And now what the enemy wants to do is to prove that he can stir up enough trouble to convince you that God is not true and is not faithful to his promises. You know what I say? Fire your best shot. That's what Paul said. In essence, Paul said, fire your best shot. I'm not saying that in pride. I'm saying that in confidence in God. Abraham believed through the, the most difficult times. He believed and it produced. Let patience have its perfect work so that you're perfect and complete, lacking in nothing so you can receive. Lacking in nothing so that you can receive. When you're not lacking anything in your belief system, then you're under an open heaven that's pouring out because the promise that we have is believing Abraham. He believed, and what, what Abraham promised, you say, well, you know, Scripture says that uh, he promised that all the nations would be blessed and this would be blessed. Yeah, but look what happened in here, and it's not happening in my life. You know why? Because you're not believing. Notice, can you put that last verse up again? Then those who are of faith are blessed with believing Abraham. See, that's not past tense. It's believing Abraham. Abraham believed God in that day. And what Abraham believed in that day is what I have to have faith and confidence in today so that the blessing that was released from God through Abraham because of his faith makes its way to me as I'm believing. Not as I'm hoping, not as I'm just reading the story and wished it would happen for me. No, it'll happen for me the same way it did for Abraham if I choose to develop that system of belief. We talk about that a lot. Because you and I have to get it. We have to believe in God no matter what we face. Can you say amen? I'm saying it again. We have to believe in God no matter what we face. I want to read this in the message. Um, <clears throat> in verse um, 6, in the message in Galatians 3.6. Uh, give me verse 6. 
Let's see. Don't these things happen among you just as they happened with Abraham? He believed God, and that act of belief was turned into a life that was right with God. Woo! Man! i got to read that again. Hmm? Don't these things happen among you just as they happened with Abraham? What's the answer to that? Only you can answer that. Same thing that happened with Abraham, does it happen with you? If you choose. He believed God. Remember Mark eleven twenty three. Whoever says to this mountain, be taken up, cast on the sea, does not doubt in his heart, but believes that he, what he says is going to happen, he'll have whatever he says, but when does he have to believe it? When he says it. So there has to be a belief system developed so that what I say and what I know is true is more real to me than what I see out here. Because what he's saying here is he believed God and that act of belief was turned into a life that was right with God. Because when we go in the Old Testament and we look at Abraham's life, man, Abe made some horrible decisions. He did some really stupid things. He'd be hung out to dry uh, on social media and everything today. I mean, they, they would have him. Hmm? The Me Too group would, would nail him to the wall. Did you hear what I said? I didn't say I'm against the Me Too group. I'm saying they would nail him to the wall because what he did is potential stuff to be nailed for. Yeah. We're talking about Abraham. He was a liar. He lied. Almost got different people killed as a result of his lies. Committed adultery. Did this thing and that thing tried to make things happen, tried to help God out, thinking that his actions were helping God when God was saying, trust me, I'll take care of all the things, you don't have to do this, and, listen, humanity is paying for Abraham's help to this day. All of our issues in the Middle East are the result of Abraham's choice to listen to his wife and have a child with his wife's maid and we're having trouble even to this day as a result of it all the trouble in the middle east is over abraham and ishmael ishmael versus isaac promised child not promised child fighting and bickering going on forever and ever does god love ishmael absolutely god created ishmael God loves all, all, of, all people. But there are certain promises and lineage that connect us to Abraham and, and through Isaac and our connection through Jesus and his belief system and what he believed because of what his mother believed and what she produced and now what you and I can produce in life by believing the same way causes endless opportunities and endless manifestations that can change the whole world if we get serious about believing. Amen. If we get serious about it. Because it will change an unrighteous life to a righteous life as we develop a belief system. Can you say amen to that?
Next verse. Is it not obvious to you that persons who put their trust in Christ, not persons who put their trust in the law, are like Abraham, children of faith? It was all laid out beforehand in Scripture that God would set things right with non-Jews by faith. Scripture anticipated this in the promise to Abraham, all nations will be blessed in you. The way that I'm looking at that today and what I said to you was that Abraham's connection that produced righteousness and a right way of living with God is today what I'm pursuing. I mean, there's importance to my first birth connection and my family and my bloodline. There's importance to that. And, and I like history and I like those kind of things. And, and uh, you know, the more that you pursue that sometimes, the crazier that your family was. Right? I mean, maybe, maybe not. Maybe yours for, you know, for 900 years were all perfect and loved God and all that kind of thing, but not mine. Man, there's some craziness along there. How many, how many know from things that we've taught here that there are generational curses and spirits that jump from generation to generation and try to keep people in bondage? Yeah. So you can spend all your time knowing your history and go visit your birthplace, you know, where your people came from and all this kind of, all that kind of stuff. And I'm not saying there's necessarily anything wrong, but if you spend more time in that, there's a lot of craziness back there, but there's no craziness all the way back to Abraham. No craziness. Not the way we're connected. See, because in the New Testament, do you see any of Abraham's dirty laundry? No. Because now my connection is Jesus. And as I believe like Father Abraham believed, and I stake, and, and, and all now all of my time and investment is spent developing my second birth understanding, now I have the capabilities of believing with the faith that's already in me. If I don't develop that, that faith will sit there and do nothing. And expect that person to receive nothing from the Lord. Well, I like what the first part of James said. Be patient, develop it, and expect that you'll be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Amen? When I'm developing that, and that's where I'm spending my time, that's what I'm expecting. I may screw up, I may do something I shouldn't have done, I have to repent for something, okay, whatever, but I am living my life to be lacking in nothing because I'm, my belief system is tied to second birth, not first birth. And second birth connection is in my ability to believe the way that Mary believed for Jesus, the way Abraham believed for Isaac, and they got the results. Listen, the results came with Abraham and with Mary quickly. It's the belief system that takes the time to develop. And when I'm not afraid to develop my belief system in the God of my second birth, and I give honor to Him and acknowledge Him, and I'm willing to change 
all the other thoughts that I have that try to talk me out of that, and I become single-minded. Now, not only am I single-minded in receiving from God, but now I'm empowered in a supernatural way to see other people that already have the faith inside of them to believe in Him. I'm empowered to believe for them. And to me, that's that's the message of the ages of the day that we're living in right now. That when I believe in God, then I can pray for other people to believe in God. And it's not that difficult to do. We just need to pray that their eyes be opened up so that they choose to receive how great God is. And I don't know about you, I'm seeing people everywhere, in every industry, receiving the things of God. In the movie industry, right? In the music industry, in, 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 you know, in, in the uh, political industry, in, in, in all the political world. I mean, people everywhere. Kanye West receiving Jesus and taking around. I, I had somebody tell me a, a while back, he said, yeah, but you know, he's, he's, he's still super arrogant. What? So? <laughs> he's saved. Huh? He'll get rid of the arrogance if you'll pray for him. He'll get rid of that thing that it, it's all about him. And, and I don't think he thinks that. It just kind of comes off because he's lived that way all his life. Listen, when a thousand people get saved in America in one meeting, hmm? I mean, it's only been a few months. I'm thinking, when the person told me that, I thought, you know, what? You have no grace, no patience? I mean, thank God people didn't treat you that way. Right? Right? We're not going to run people like that off from the kingdom of God because, we're going to, because we have arrogant attitudes because, you know, maybe what's behind that is somebody's jealous that all of a sudden he's doing some amazing things. Sound like something like the prodigal son coming in and the, and the oldest son being mad and frustrated because the, the, the younger son got all the same thing that he was getting? When a person believes, I don't care what they've done. Old things are passed away and everything is brand new right now. What a great day. What a great day to believe this kind of stuff that I'm talking to you about today. What we have to cause other people to believe, what we have on the inside of us, I don't care how many billions of people don't know God today, I mean that the number is decreasing all the time because of my prayers. How about you? Because of what I believe. What a day that we're living in where we're seeing these things happen. Amen? So, what Mary did, what Abraham did, what every other person in the Bible that accomplished anything did, is that against all odds, they believed and trusted in God Almighty. Amen? And I love this verse of Scripture, and I'll end with this. In Matthew 8 and verse 13, Jesus said to the centurion, you know the, oh, I don't think I gave you this Scripture. Um, Jesus said to the centurion, it's the story of the centurion whose his servant was healed, 
Jesus said to the centurion, go your way, and as you have believed, as you have believed, so let it be done for you. And his servant was healed that same hour. What does that mean? That means when Jesus said that, the centurion believed it because he had it that same hour. So what I'm saying over you today, and if you say you're a believer and you're positioning yourself to receive from the things of God today, not listening to all the other thoughts and ideas trying to distract you, you say you're that believer, stand to your feet. Say, I'm that believer today. I'm choosing to believe and not doubt. So as you stand, I want you to lift your hands today. Lift your hands to God. Father, I thank you that you are no respecter of person. You're no respecter of person. You are a respecter of developed faith. That's what you're a respecter of. Developed faith. And I'm declaring today, Father, over this congregation as their hands are stretched out, I'm declaring today in the name of Jesus that as the centurion believed what you said, I'm believing that they're believing what I'm saying to them that you said. That as they believe, so it will be done for and to them, no matter what it is. As they believe, it will be done to and for them in the name of Jesus, no matter what. So whatever it is in your life, that you're believing for things to happen, as you really believe that, you will see it done in your life. And I declare that today. He said it for the centurion. He's no respecter of person. He's saying it over your life, even this day, in the name of Jesus. And if you believe that, you say amen, glory to God, and give God praise today.